Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And coming up today, uh, we're going to be talking about... Uh, some, some a little dust up caused by Richard Dawkins. We are going to be talking about um, the, a Dawkins dust up. Yeah, the dusting of Dawkins. <laughs> <laughs> the Dawkins dust. It, 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 you you might have heard of this. Sure. You might have heard of what happened this this week. He he opened his mouth, and he, which is uh, all is, he he, all his, he has to do these days. It he seems. opened his thumbs. It was a Twittery thing. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to be talking about... Uh, I was like, he opened his thumbs. Yeah, well... What are you talking about? He wasn't using his mouth He could have been typing. He could have been typing. He, he may been. not have tweeted in the... In the, in the phone in the sense phone of... In the phone sense of uh, it. Well. may not have texted it in to <laughs> their, their, their little texty number. A little tweet messaging. Mm. That's how it was yeah. when I first got on Twitter. Right? Yeah. I don't know if... You, you used to send a text and then... text. And then other people's tweets yeah. to you would text back to you and stuff. Yeah. Well, that yeah. was the original intent of the thing. Something like that, yeah. No. I mean, there was a website. I remember there being a website, but... They never beyond... had a website. <laughs> there is no, no Twitter website. I know. Never. But it was very simple. It didn't yeah. do much. No, no, no. That was the whole point. It was like you could do it from your non-smartphone. For people who don't tweet and kind of <laughs> claim ignorance on such things, we sure do know too much about it. But I remember, like, I also didn't like it in the early days because it was people seriously, like, tweeting about, oh, I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, shampoo my hair this morning. Right, right. I was like, oh, I think you're missing the, the point. Right, what exactly. This thing can be. So. A non-photo description of their meal or something. <laughs> yeah, Thank God we have Instagram now so we no, know what know. everybody eats. I know. Riveting. It yeah, is, it's, this, this it is absolutely here. riveting. Absolutely. <laughs> well, take us out of it then. What do you got? Uh, well, um, I have um, a, a, a very interesting blog post oh. that I, I wanted to... It, it's, it's not so much a, um, a news story, sure. but actually a very honest uh, look at some problems of homeschooling from a homeschooler. Oh. And uh, this person, um, R.L. Stoller. Okay. Um is uh wait wait why does it say that uh oh by nicholas ducat (laughs) (laughs) who's this rl staller person i don't know there's two bylines maybe it's the person who that's who posted the the article uh written by this other person i think I think. Okay. Uh, anyways, I should, maybe I should have looked into it a little bit more, but I just <laughs> rec- I just saw that. Right. Uh, anyways, um, the uh, the headline is very provocative. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says biblical erotica. Oh, that's the headline. Ooh. And, and, uh, so you have to. Uh, and then there's the the question: What happens when you give a sexually repressed child a Bible? <laughs> well, that's a that's an interesting and. The uh, the the gist of this whole thing is um, that it, for for like these terribly terribly sheltered homeschool kids, right? Yeah. We're not talking about like homeschool kids who got really worldly parents and are like exposing them to you know people and right. places and all sorts of different you know uh educational informative yeah, events in their lives taking right? them to the louvre and and letting them exactly. see all of the paintings yeah exactly they're very much they want the the censored 
right. version of any of museum and, and of life, yes. Uh, so um, we're talking about that kind of child and that kind of homeschooling. And uh, and these kids clearly don't have... They, they, they've even, you know, they're isolated from the amount of sex that's even just in our culture at large from, right. you know, Hollywood films or on television. Uh, and, uh, so when they start in on reading the Bible, the, uh, examples of sexual, um, situations are, uh, are they're, they're, they're quite, uh, they're, 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 they're shocking. They're, they're shocking. And, uh, they end up the, okay, here is an example of some of the adult content in the Bible um, that, that could be very provocative to a young child. Yeah. Noah's son uncovering his nakedness. Right. Right. And, we, and then getting banished for, like, and, and his entire lineage mm-hmm. cursed for the yeah. rest of eternity. Right. Uh, Leah tricking Isaac into sleeping with him. Uh, and then they were married. Uh-huh. Uh, angels getting threatened in Sodom. Right. Um, and, of course, request to gang rape said angels right in said city uh chopping off a whole city's foreskins lot's daughters getting him drunk and having sex with him right uh onan spilling his seed after having sex with his dead brother's wife (laughs) who he just married right um judah's dead son's wife dressed as a prostitute and negotiated pricey sex from judah um absalom raping his half-sister david's son ammon raped his half-sister and David's daughter, Tamar. Then Absalom, Ammon's half-brother and Tamar's full brother, killed Ammon. Then Absalom <laughs> slept with all of David's concubines. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So forth and so on. And it just, I mean, and so, again, it's what ends of... up happening is that these kids often will fixate yeah. on these stories and these are the only ideas of any kind of like of sex, of of sex, sex right that right? they have and it can lead to and clearly like you know um there are safe ways to enact out some of the the the, the kinks that might you know develop because mm. then there's nothing wrong with a good kink Mm-mm. um as long as it's safely engaged in and you consented know, to by and all consented involved. to um so there are outlets for that, but oftentimes, and I was talking to actually Adam, um, friend, fr- friend, friend of the show, Adam, friend and, sometimes and, and sometime host, host um, about this article, and he actually used to work with um, with um, child like sex offenders. Oh right, right, in, right. In a in a in a lockdown facility, and he was telling me that you don't or, or you you see kids who they're, they're coming from like the smallest just you know out of the world places yeah. little rural places where there's no other kids around and uh and this it's the only example of sex offenders uh, amongst this uh, population mm. that they weren't perpetrated on themselves Oh wow! They they're they're perpetra- they're the first time perpetrator, and it's because they were so isolated, and they were then the only exposure to to to, to sexuality was through something like the Bible or wow, Bible stories. Wow, that is interesting. Yeah, huh? 
And so, anyways, so the, the, it, it's a the, this person who wrote this article is actually really questioning, you know, this the, creating such a limited world for your your kids. Yeah, the, the, this, they're saying, listen, there's there's real dangers here. Actually, like you need to let them see what's you need, what's yeah, out there. You, they you need, need actual real exposure that's age appropriate to sexuality. Yeah, or else if you're only, doing serious harm. If, if only someone had done any research at all on like what good age appropriate sex education should look like. <laughs> if only anyone in the world. Had ever done extensive <laughs> research on that exact issue. Yeah. And then tried to, you know, institutionalize it. Right. Yeah. Right. Into our schools. That would have been a good thing. That would have been a good but thing. But nobody's, nobody's done that. So far as anybody <laughs> knows, no one's ever done that. But anyways, I thought that it, it, there's just something both tragic about the whole thing and strangely um pretty funny. fascinating and funny about somebody whose only ideas of sex come from such a horrible horrible account of sex yeah there's no there's no uh healthy account of good normalized sexuality in the bible um, I, I don't think it exists uh it, it, in the song of solomon actually a couple uh talks about a couple engaging in edifying sex but well, there's there's nice. no graphic detail and there's no sense right. of like, you know. There's no oh, there's no there's... instruction as to how to create a a, a healthy sexual relationship no. or no, anything no, no, like no, that. No, it's no. just like, no. hey, by the way, all these other crazy things, this exists. Like nice sex exists too. Yeah, but something so, so central to the human existence or human experience. Right. Right. And 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 this book that everybody bases their lives on. Well, not everybody, but the Christians base their lives on. And it's completely mute on the topic. Right. And when it does start talking about... I mean, Song of Solomon's this bizarre sort of poetic ode to sexuality. Uh-huh. Just as a book, it's weird. Uh-huh. I mean, it's got... Fra- it, here, I've got, a, I've got a Song of Solomon pulled up right here. You ready? Yes, please. Your shoots are an orchard of pomegranates with all choicest fruits. Henna with nard, nard and saffron, calamus and cinnamon with all trees of frankincense myrrh and aloes with all choice spices a garden fountain a well of living water and flowing streams from lebanon i love nard (laughs) but do you like henna with nard or do you like your nard with some saffron (laughs) like that's the question um and i'm pretty sure all of that's supposed to be somehow a metaphor for sexuality Mm. But it's like, um, and then, oh, well, and it's followed immediately by, awake, O north wind, and come, O south wind, blow upon my garden, let its spices flow, let my beloved come to his garden and eat its choicest fruits. Yummy. (laughs) I'll blow on your garden, baby. (laughs) Let the north wind blow. You want me to blow in the north or the south this time? (laughs) Dan, you're so racy. <laughs> that's that's Bible right there. We'll have to check that suggestive dialogue box this time. I know. <laughs> biblically, biblically su- suggestive. Biblically, yeah, that's even worse. Yeah, exactly. We all know it's worse. Yeah, the Bible's nasty. The, the Bible's incredibly like 
the the examples of sex in the Bible are horrific. I like I like describing them as nasty. Nasty. They're nasty. That shit's nasty. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, not 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 a good grip on uh, on no. human sexuality. No, at all. Religion has never been the best place to go for your for for help with your sexuality. It should be. Well, that should be a goal of organized religion. I it is the goal of some like fringe religions. Almost every religion when it starts, the guy that starts it ends up fucking a lot of his parishioners. Well, uh, while the religion is still in the cult stage. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And yeah. if it makes it out of the cult stage, I mean like like Joe Smith clearly needed to fuck a lot of his parishioners, but he he went and married them. So then that that well, just it was the loophole that just, just carried the way on. around right yeah. exactly yeah 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 all right well I'm gonna move us to Louisiana mm. where uh, the Tea Party the members of the Tea Party um, are are trying to defeat the Common Core which mm. is which is the uh, the educational standard set by the I mean, the federal government sort of proposed this common core, this group, you know, this this set of, of educational standards mm-hmm. uh, by which you could, you know, you can test. If you go with the common core, then you test the kids, you know where they stand nationally right. and blah, blah, blah. Right. And it's evil. It's evil. It's pure evil. The, the problem with it, because all, you, what, what you've just described. Makes it sound okay. Sounds fine. Fine. Okay, that's fine. Right. But the problem is that it's evil. Mm. Dan. It comes from it. It comes from Obama, right? Right, exactly. It comes from Obama, so that it can't. Except it comes from before Obama, well, but yeah. it's being blamed on. Well, Obama. yeah. Well, did you see All the problems thing? are blamed on Obama? Yeah, exactly. I'm. I'm just going to go off subject just really quickly. There was somebody pulled a bunch of people in Louisiana. Uh, recently, and asked who was to blame for all of the the mishandling of Hurricane Katrina. Oh no! Was it George W. Bush or Barack Obama? Oh no! It it people chose them in equal measure. What? How? <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> you were there. You were in Louisiana when it happened. It it was it yeah ah. This this is that's how that's how well informed they are. Anyway, yeah, well, it's how good the rights well, machine works. Too. What you, what you don't understand is how evil the Common Core is, and in what ways it's evil. It, it must be satanic somehow. <laughs> it's a Tea Party put up a a a, a blog post talk, decrying the Common Core and how bad it was. Okay, and listed three uh i think three links on this to to other to uh, to to proof that this is terrible oh that it's as bad as it gets oh i love proof and okay. one of those links went to a news story in uh what is it from oh shoot i'll find it it came from oh uh from the broken world news <laughs> does <laughs> that a good start it's it's a satire piece uh, that claims that the Common Core will turn what? students gay. It's a so yes. They didn't see the satire. It doesn't matter if they saw it. They posted it. I don't know if they saw it or not. Here's what's amazing though. I'm gonna go deeper down the rabbit hole because yes, obviously they're it they're claim this this so this 
I mean, so the website itself, the Broken World News, includes the disclaimer, if you believe any of this shit you read here, you are a freaking moron. That's on the website if you click the About Us page. But it's amazing. I mean, yes. So it says Common Core turns first wave of students gay. Now, why first wave of students, you might ask yourself. Yeah, yeah, why? Well, because it's referencing something that a Florida uh, representative actually said (laughs) which is these people that now will receive 220 million dollars from the state of florida unless this is stopped will promote double-mindedness in state education and attract every one of your children to become as homosexual as they possibly can i'm sorry to report that to you well some people (laughs) just don't become homosexual no no they they get as they get as as, as homosexual, homosexual as they can possibly get because of common core. Well, like I'm saying, the gay people get as homosexual as they can get. But I I, I tried think he, I to think, get as homosexual as I could get, and I couldn't and, get but anywhere. You got as far as you could. I I went as far as I could go, and I did. It, I couldn't go anywhere. Well, then it. you got as far as you could. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so, to the common core. N- it was nothing to do with the common core. <laughs> I just so think how, that's amazing. How close did you get, Dan? Nowhere. I got nowhere. I I got to the point where I where when I was single I wished that I could be gay because I could get laid a lot more. That was as far <laughs> as I got. Get laid more with women? No, with, with guys. <laughs> women are hard. That, I mean the conclusion was that right, women are just like in your head it's like like you're you getting laid is with women. Well, no. And so all at of a sudden, that, no, at so that you point, literally, were you thinking of guys and going, I wish I could get laid with guys. I wish I could be gay so that it appealed to me to get laid with guys because guys are easier to get in the right. sack than girls. Okay. That's where I went. But nothing about guys made, except no, their desire I, for I, sex. Right. Exactly. That was what was appealing. And, and their willingness to be. And just to walk away. Yeah. 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 I couldn't do it though. Hmm, too I, bad. I could never make that materialize. Oh. But yes, the Common Core, turning kids gay all over the nation. Watch out. <laughs> I'm just feeling so fancy. Oh, Frank Frank has a, his water today is in a wine goblet. Oh my God, it's very large and I'm just, I feel <laughs> luxurious and fancy. I never should have given it to you. you it, it's distracting <laughs> you from distracting. your work. <laughs> all right, um... Well, why don't we talk about um, a, a congressional candidate uh, in Arizona? Uh, okay, a Democrat, oh. and he's atheist. Oh, which I didn't even know that that was happening. An atheist, that an atheist uh, was was sort of uh, running, running for office. Okay. down in Arizona, like, yeah, that wasn't on my radar. Okay. So there's been a uh, letter writing campaign promoted by um, a group of anti-abortion organizations mm-hmm. that is targeted at um, James Woods. That's the the name of the Democratic congressional candidate. Not the actor. Not the actor. Okay. Um, he uh, and so uh, they, they've just been sending him tons of letters, saying you know, you know, talking about abortion, how bad it is. Mm-hmm. And so he uh, has decided on an appropriate response, uh, and he is mailing back 
to the, the, the these people uh, condoms. <laughs> In fact, he's their uh, official campaign condoms. They say prevent abortion, and they have a little star, which I'm assuming is part of his little logo, uh-huh. and Woods star Woods. Oh, um, and. Uh, and these are going back and it has this whole idea of this is how you prevent abortion right this is how you do it that's brilliant um I love and it. uh i mean just a just a great great response yeah. um, and he's including a letter that says uh thank you for taking the time to write me about your anti-abortion stance while I cannot support policies that jeopardize the health and stability of women and their families there are many me- measures that i do support that are proven to quickly enhance the well-being of women and to significantly reduce abortion. These proven pro-family, pro-women or woman initiatives include uh, promoting sexual, uh, sexually healthy, knowledgeable, and reasonable communities, beginning in our K through 12 schools, expanding publicly supported family planning services, including universally accessible birth control for all women, and strengthening government empowerment government empowerment programs for low-income women and their children. I look forward to working with you to promote policies like these that support our families <laughs> and that quickly, safely, and dramatically reduce abortion. I love it. <laughs> I love it. What a great response. That made me very, very, very happy. I mean, because it's just, it's flat out just owning it. Yeah. And 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 framing it in, in, in a way that is... Uh, undeniable and right brilliant. exactly and i love it i love like, it like carrying your sign out outside of the clinic is not going to prevent abortion no but slapping a condom on will definitely help oh yeah 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 or giving them to your teenagers god forbid my kids would never have sex <laughs> they know better they know better we've had the talk they know that jesus hates that yeah and so, therefore, they will not. They love Jesus, so you know. But I mean, then, when they do have sex and get teenagerly pregnant, right? Teenagerly, <laughs> then they uh, then then we'll see how you feel about abortions. Yeah, mamacita. Yeah, or condoms. Or condoms. One yeah. or the other. Pick one. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a great response. Yeah. Condoms prevent abortions. It's true. <laughs> it's like the abortion prevention pill. It is. We've talked about that. Yep. Yep. Um, so uh, our friend Hemant Mehta over at the Friendly Atheist uh, got the scoop on what's happening. In, he in, always gets the scoop. He's scoopy. He's very scoopy. He scoops everyone. I like it. Go, go Hemant. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, 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 got, he's got ears to the ground. Is what he's got. Yeah, I don't know how he does it. Anyway, he uh, he, he reported recently that Brevard County, Florida, uh, has uh, unanimously voted. The commissioners of this fine county have unanimously voted to bar atheists from giving invocations at their meetings. Can they do that? <laughs> well, that's a question. Uh, <laughs> it's not for me to decide that. That's, they they have done it. That seems discriminatory. Does it? Yes, it does. Yeah. So every every other kind of religion, well, not, I don't know about every other kind of religion, but they say every other kind of religion may give an invocation. I okay. want I want Lucian Greaves in there to give his atheist temple invocation. There you go. Yeah. Uh, or an atheist, his satanic temple. We we all knew what you meant. Yeah. 
Anyway, um, but yes, he there was there was much discussion about it, and then they voted to unanimously uh, limit atheists to speak only during the quote public comments section uh, of a meeting. That's rude. I know. Right? Is there a seating section as well? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Back of the bus, you atheists. Are there drinking fountains? Right. Uh, it is a. Uh, it's something where they have not yet, but will soon send out a rejection letter. Um, apparently, atheists have have applied to give the invocation, and yeah. and so a rejection. Once the rejection letter comes, uh, something tells me the fofer for the ACLU is going to get uh, is going to write a letter. Hmm. There's yeah. Something tells me that there will be legal action if it's needed. Well, it's absolutely bullshit. It's. You are correct. That so you- is what is known in the world as <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> so, an invocation to some unseen, unknown mystery god. Mm-hmm. Totally okay. Yes. Uh, an invocation that calls upon humanity to do good, which is where I'm assuming the atheists were probably going. An invocation to... Uh, 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 to to you know on 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 the the council members themselves to use their best judgment and la 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 right, right. one would assume that that's what although knowing who, who, who is tell. being called upon to do these things we can't have that no it's an atheist <laughs> they don't even believe in imaginary it's a mockery it's a it is a mockery they're gonna come in here and they're gonna mock God by not praying to him. Which is funny because the atheists who would apply to give an invocation at such a thing are no, they're the ones who wouldn't who they're the ones who wouldn't get up there because the the real assholes aren't gonna bother with this. It's not oh, like I don't know. Come th- on, I I, I think I don't it's know. a perfect opportunity for an asshole to like <laughs> to get up there and be yeah. like, "Dear Jesus, whom we know doesn't exist, <laughs> yeah. your butthole is so large." <laughs> I mean, what are they going to say? They're not going to do that. You get up there and you just say... Well, it would be a wasted opportunity if they did that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, the opportunity here is to get up and to say something that's truly inclusive and truly... And that's honest and real about You, you take the them to school. You teach them what inclusiveness looks like. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. what you do. Yeah. So, and and I and the the few uh, atheist slash humanist slash whatever invocations that I have heard recorded uh, at meetings like this have all been that have all been yeah. a very inclusive, very open sort of thing about you know may you know may we all call on our best selves and may mm-hmm. we all yeah. you know whatever yeah that's nice it is nice I think how do, how do you object to that I don't know oh there you go well. If you're a Christian and you just need your God prayed to. Yes. Why aren't more people praying to God, my God? Right. It's only like 75% of the people in this country praying to my God. I need to get that figure up. This country is going to hell in a handbasket. It really is. Right now. It really is. All right. Well, here's another uh, example of hell. Mm -hmm. Hell in a handbasket. Oh, hooray. Um. So, uh, Ken Ham. <laughs> we all know Ken Ham, right? Yes. The, uh, the uh, evolution denier, the, Ken the Ham. Australian uh, leader of the Answers in Genesis group. Exactly, yeah. 
or AIG. Egg. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, he is uh, putting together uh, a, a Noah's Ark theme park. Right. In, in Kentucky? In Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. And it's just been announced that the park is going to receive an $18 million tax break from the good old people of Kentucky. <laughs> of course it is. And uh, because it's clearly going to spark tourism and bring in people from... So it's a good... It's, it's going to be a... You know, that's why you give a good tax incentive like that is because you think the thing that's being built is going to help your local economy. Well, and actually, it's hard to argue with that. I'm, uh, I, you know, when I think about it, I, uh, I don't think taxes should go to a religious theme park, but it definitely will bring in people. I would go if I were anywhere near that thing. You know, I'd be going. Yes, but should we be giving tax breaks? To places that are not going to hire gays or atheists. Oh, well, there is an issue there. That's a big issue. And the good old people of Kentucky, who include a handful of gays and atheists. You would imagine. <laughs> one, would, one would guess that there's a gay or two. Somewhere. And, a, and an atheist or two somewhere there. in the state. They are there. They're there. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they're having to chip in. Right. To make that tax break work, too. Yeah, unfortunately. And yet, uh, Ken Ham has very, very, very strict uh, rules about who can work here or work there. Right. Um, and uh, let me see if I can find You have again. to be able to buy into his bullshit. Yeah. Um, it, so it says, so the job description uh, includes this little statement. Uh, it says, our work at Ark Encounter is not just a job, it is also a ministry. Our employees work together as a team to serve each other to produce the best solutions for our design requirements. Our purpose through the Ark Encounter is to serve and glorify the Lord with our God-given talents, with the goal of edifying believers and evangelizing the lost. So, I'm, I mean, my question is, how are they even needing a tax break they are probably registered as a ministry, which means that they probably don't have to pay taxes. Yeah. I mean, maybe, so where, where, I mean, is it, are they taxing the building? I don't understand. They're getting a tax break, Dan. Okay. So maybe they're not registered as a, as an official uh, religion or something. Yeah. So, um, but thank God, I, thank God they still don't sure. have to pay taxes. I'm sure there's some tax somewhere that they are just getting getting out of right entirely. Yeah. Um. And uh, so, but but yeah, the, the this thing like property uh, taxes and stuff. But yeah. Um. It is imperative. So here's something else from uh, their uh, their website. Um. All all job applicants for the nonprofit ministry of AIG slash creation museum need to supply a written statement of their testimony a statement of what they believe regarding creation and a statement that they have read and can support the IG statement of faith and the statement of faith claims that it is imperative that all persons employed by the ministry in any capacity or who serve as volunteers should abide by and agree to our statement of faith to include the statement on marriage and sexuality and conduct themselves accordingly right well, so there's all these requirements yeah well poopy poopy requirements yeah i mean it's obvious it's obviously a ridiculous place it's a ridiculous thing yeah. that they're doing i'm guessing when all is said and done 
they'll lose more believers than they'll create by <laughs> by doing this thing. You think? Well, when you finally, when you actually are looking at the ark itself, and you yeah. start to think about every animal on the planet. But Ken Ham has his little explanation for that. Still not good enough. He's got it all figured out, too. Yeah, well. Anywho, good for them for getting that money, and uh, you can expect a letter from the fur from somebody pretty soon. Yeah. Well, we need we need a good little shadow museum. Yeah. Isn't there? Is there? Has anybody done that? A, a little good little museum right next door. A, a museum of actual art of archaeology. Yeah. Oh, Get it? You see what I did there? Archaeology because yeah. of the ark. Yeah. Yeah. That w- that would actually be an interesting. Yeah, you put put one up right right across the street or something. Yeah, I mean the Christians do that with like, you know, um, you know, dinosaur dig sites that are like. Oh right! In this in in Texas, yeah. we went. We were going to go we to gonna, one, we were, but it was yeah. closed on the day that we were exactly. going to be there. Yeah. Right there was there. Yeah, there's a dinosaur dig site, and then like right across from it is it, this is like a Christianism little outpost little, thing. Yeah. Debunking. They have to. Oh, don't believe that over there. Don't believe. Here's. Or what they should call it is, you can stay Christian. Let us show you how. After you've been exposed <laughs> yeah. to these to these facts, let us show you how to twist them so that you can still stay Christian and it, and have it make some yeah. kind of sense. Well, the problem is you can still be Christian. You just can't be a bi- biblical literalist. Right. That's the problem. Right. But nobody. That's Ken Ham. He believes in the lit- a literal reading of the Bible. Right. Not just that. You know, there's this guy who died for his sins and blah, 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 which while whatever you think about that, okay. But as soon as the Bible's literal, you got some serious problems. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got you've got hundreds of internal conflicts just within the Bible. You can't possibly take it literally. But yet you can because they're amazing. (laughs) Oh, anyway, um, I'm going to move on to... uh, do you remember the Mars Hill Church? I do indeed. Coming out of Seattle, Washington, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mark Driscoll created a very large ministry. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Claiming to have uh, as many as 14,000 members. Um, it's been under some duress over the past year, as oh, you remember. Wow. We, we've talked about some of the scandals that have been going on there. There was a... There were... Um, he Driscoll posted some vulgar and misogynistic comments to uh what to the church's online forum a oh bit my. ago he okay. he uh he used uh ways tricks to to get his book higher up in the rankings right. and stuff yeah. you remember that yeah, he I do. he was accused of plagiarism and stuff so so i mean there's been some some turmoil in the uh, in the driscoll ministry well now it's being pointed out that uh they raised a shit ton of money last year towards the end of the year. Uh, you know, they have they have their Christmas time sort of fundraising extravaganza. Uh-huh. They they raised almost three million dollars. My God. Above and beyond their sort of standard uh tithing money that they nor that they get. Okay. So that's extra money. And one of the things that they raised it for, one of the things that they touted as the, where the money was going was a Jesus festival. Oh. I really enjoyed saying that. A Jesus festival. <laughs> uh, uh, which was going to be this evangel- evangelistic outdoor outreach uh, in, uh, in, at Marimore Park in Seattle. 
It's, and they, they said it was going to be a family-friendly event with activities for the kids, music, and amazing gospel preachers. Wow. Which sounds like torture to me, but they were pretty excited oh, about well, it. Everybody loves a, a, a Jesus festival. Right. Jesus Fest. Jesus Fest 2014. J- JC Fest. Unfortunately, it's been very quietly canceled. Why? How? What? what? Well, all of this, all of the turmoil and all of the uh, the the troubles that they've been having have been uh, have been a little too much for them, and so they they quietly folded down Jesus Fest. What, how, where am I going to get a good like uh, face painting? Well, cross painted uh, on my face. Exactly. Ooh, turn me into one of the animals on the ark, or or or, <laughs> or a henna, like a Christian henna. Tattoo, Tattoo, yeah, sure. I need that. Where are you going to get a a pencil drawing of Reagan weeping one single solitary tear as he looks over the sadness that is that America has become? Where are you going to get these things if not there? Well, across hot dog, across hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) I need to be eating across hot dog in a cross bun, Dan. That is a that's a. That's the worst idea ever. <laughs> I really and the best. Idea. I really like it. <laughs> I want someone to have to go to a baker and be like, "Okay, I need a bun. Here's what I want. It's not a hot cross bun, but it's a hot bun that looks like a cross. You got one of those? Anyway, um, yeah. So, so yeah. There's there. They, of course, are under no obligation to disclose what they're going to be doing with this surplus of money that was meant to go to getting uh, Jesus Festival up and running. Though, uh, lawsuit defense sounds like probably a decent way to deal with the stuff, considering he's in such trouble. Anyway, uh, it's just the, uh, you know, uh, because they're a ministry, they don't have to disclose what they do with any of their money ever. Right, but uh, congratulations on your extra three million dollars, guys. Yeah, have fun with that. Well, yeah, a bunch of a bunch of little festivals, or yeah, a bunch of little festivals that they have on their own private yacht. Yeah, in the Puget Sound. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> That's my favorite kind of festival. Right, right. Who wants all the riffraff there? I don't want the hoi polloi showing up. All of all, I need. I just want my friends and 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 me. <laughs> Getting wasted on my new yacht. Uh, well, all right. Um, well, I think that's it. That's them. Yeah. Um, do you have any comments or questions, people, out there in in the listening world? If you do, you can reach us. We're at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can always uh, call us and leave a message, a voicemail mm-hmm. message at 424-666-8442. Or you can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist, or tweet us at TGI Atheist. And of course, there is always our website, thankgodimatheist.com. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Um, we have a, a patty break again. Yay. Thank God. It's been so long. <laughs> um, and uh, he, yeah, he just loves chiming in on all the issues. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's good at issues. Rocky Mountain High. But he was talking about the nice, clean air in the Rocky Mountains. He wasn't talking about what's happening in a state that legalized marijuana. Now, everybody, the little kids are getting high. They've got marijuana cupcakes, marijuana soft drinks. 
marijuana, gummy bears. Oh, do you want your little eighth grader to be stoned when he goes to school? Well, welcome to Colorado where pot is legal. You know, I have been one that has been very much against the incredible incarceration rate in the United States of America. We have made uh, this country a nation of criminals. We have the highest incarceration rate of any nation on the face of the earth, and uh, more so than uh, mainland China, more so than Russia. Uh, and what are we doing? We're locking up people for the possession of marijuana. So what I have wanted, and I think it's a, a right cause, is the decriminalization of marijuana. But apparently, the next step is the legalization of it, which is a totally different matter. Uh, it, it's to, to, you know, full-scale uh, um, spread of this stuff, and it is not good for people's health. It is destroying their minds, and it is destroying their lungs, and uh, the addiction is pretty heavy, and it's also a gateway drug into the heavier stuff like uh, cocaine and crack and uh, um, you know, whatever else is out there besides heroin, et cetera. There's so many ways that they're sniffing glue. These kids find more ways to destroy themselves. But we, the citizens of Colorado, have got to face the issue. Decriminalization, we're not going to lock the people up because they've got a few ounces of grass sitting in their car. Well, that, that's smart. Mm -hmm. But uh, opening the doors so little kids can buy marijuana gummy bears. It's despicable. They're clearly targeting kids with gummy bears, having marijuana and gummy bears oh, yeah. and cupcakes yeah. and soft drinks. It's awful. And, and, and that's awful, but totally agree that it shouldn't yeah. be a major criminal offense, yeah. obviously. But, um, but like the guy said, how productive can people be when they're stoned? You know, I mean, <laughs> well, come I, on. I've never tried and I hope I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Not the gummy bears. Marijuana gummy bears. <laughs> I just you know, here's okay here's one thing that they're definitely not getting, which is that they're they're assuming that gummy bears and and so, the like the, cupcakes all gummy bears in the state. Well, no, they're assuming no. that the gummy bears and, and cupcakes are targeted toward kids. No, which they clearly they not. clearly have not met enough stoners in their life because oh my god, the people who are eating those are uh, are full grown humans. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're just they they just want to get a. They've just got the munchies, that's all. Well, and they want to continue they want their... a yummy way to consume their pot. Right, exactly. Yeah. I, or their or their grass. Their grass. <laughs> I, but the other thing the, the other reason that we played this clip, the I because I just adore the fact that he's I, one of our favorite things is when Pat Robertson is right about something. Mm, yeah. And he's totally spot on about the decriminalizing. Like yeah. the fact that our Prison I don't think system. he goes far enough. No, no, think, but our prison but, system is just bogged down yeah. with uh, with quote unquote criminals, these nonviolent offenders who are you know smoking a little grass, as he puts it. <laughs> but and the, the you know the gateway drug of sniffing glue. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and grass. You know, son, if I find marijuana in your drawer. I'll be upset, but I'm not going to be too mad. You get at my glue, though. <laughs> we're taking we're taking him to a rehab center. <laughs> uh, oh, it depends Lord. on the kind of glue, too. It does. There's all it, kinds of it glue. It does. You don't want to huff just the Elmers. No. That's not going to do anything for no, you. No, no, no. No. I mean, you need the good, really pungent. I have no idea what the, you have. The, something that has a sort of an A-B epoxy. 
yeah. type thing going oh, yeah. on. Yeah. Anything that, yeah. Kills, kills some real brain cells. <laughs> Let's do this right here. Oh, should I get to some emails? Yes, please we, we, do. We've got we've got people writing into us left and right. Yeah, uh, okay. if, yeah. if, if, ladies and gentlemen, if you write into us and we and we don't end up reading your 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 email on the air, know that we we adore you, and, and thank you for writing yeah. in. But we get a lot of these things these days, and uh, and I you know got to uh-huh. keep got to keep the show to a reasonable time. Absolutely. Um, this comes from Micah. Uh, Micah, Hi, Micah. Micah wrote and said. I've been raised by my mother, my grandmother, my grandfather, and my grandmother for the past six years. In the past year, I realized that I am an atheist. Mm. I told my mother with no problem, besides the usual, it's just a phase comment. When I told my grandparents, though, they said I cannot be their grandson, quote, without believing in the Lord. Is there anything I can say to them without, without them escalating the situation? Or do I just have to suck it up and take the fact that my grandparents won't accept me for the rest of my life? Please help out. So, hmm. there you go. Uh, I, I mean, he says, he says, also, my dream is to run for public office, so that might complicate the situation. Well, you got some time yeah. on that front. Yeah, there's, there's years. By the, time, by the time you're ready for that, the country will be much more ready for you. So that's We it. certainly hope so. Yeah. Uh, in terms of your grandparents, you... you oh, that's rough. It's a tough one. And, of course, we don't know your family, and we don't know the, these people. Uh, so we can't tell you what will happen. Right. We we are. I I am a psychic. I am of course a psychic medium, uh, <laughs> an but, atheist psychic medium. Right. But other. But I I'm I'm afraid we won't know for sure. But uh, you got to take the long view on this one, Micah. Um, I we assume that you're a young fella. Uh, sure sounds like it. And so so you may not uh, you you don't get a lot of perspective at that at, at the tender age of whatever you are. <laughs> but the <laughs> but the the fact of the matter is that that if you're a good person and you continue to be good and you don't make it hard on everybody else mm. people will start to come around make what hard I'm saying don't else. make don't, your atheism hard Yeah don't go around challenging grandma and grandpa all mm. the time you're stupid for believing that you're dumb Yeah your church is full of idiots blah 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 There's no reason to be disrespectful there's no reason to be rude or mean. If they're disrespectful to you, uh, you don't need to answer that with further disrespect. Sure. You can answer that with just you can even you can even say, "Look, grandma and grandpa, you're really hurting my feelings." Yeah. With how you're treat- handling this. Yeah. You can say all sorts of things. Using feeling sentences is always a good way yeah. to to sort of uh to 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 be honest and open without being challenging. Right. And 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 so I don't I don't know yeah I don't know uh, good luck with that let Just us know be the best grand grandson you can be yeah is what I would do be a, always be a good person it's yeah. always better to be a good uh, person but go mow their lawn go help out around the the house go do, yeah. go do things for them that you should while be, being honest that, about who you are that you should be doing anyway but right. but I mean what they but need to see is that up you're still your game is what I'm saying there you go yeah. I mean, they need to see that you're still going to be a good person. You're still not going to be. I mean, and if they really, really challenge you, and uh, and it's going to negatively affect your life, shut your mouth and go to church. I don't know. You're a kid. You you'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> you don't have to believe it. But you know, you got sometimes you got to fly under the radar for a while. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's All not, right. Anyway, it's not easy. Thanks, Michael. Though. Uh, yeah, Rabbi Gruber wrote in. Hey, uh, Rabbi Gruber. Uh, we 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 sure do love to hear from you. 
uh, rabbi. Um, he wrote in and he said, uh, my dad had a friend in his department, which is the Bible and ancient Near East uh, department at the univer- at a university in Israel who was a Catholic from Spain. This is in response. We were talking about like Spain and how, and France, you, you were oh, talking about yeah, these, the these tiny death to the Jews. Yeah. These, these, these little towns with horrific names, yeah. like terribly anti-Semitic names right, or whatever. Right. He says, he told my dad that as kids, he and his friends would play Christians and Muslims like kids of my generation would play cowboys and Indians. No way. Isn't that interesting? Wow. Uh, he also said that there was a specific ceremony in the church where the kids were supposed to run into the church making a lot of noise, and then they would be asked, what are they doing? And they were supposed to reply that they were killing all the Jews. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Spain, man, Europe, you forget that, like, like the European history goes deep. Yeah. It runs deep. And yeah. so, like, just our history here in the U.S. is is not deep. And, like, anything like that happens, we're all like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> but in Spain, it's just like, well, you know, and, and Rabbi Gruber says, keep in mind that at that point, Spain had been officially under he writes the word juden which i mean i assume is jews mm-hmm. uh, slash muslim reign for almost 500 years wow yeah. and you do see the uh the, the the influence of the moors uh in spain spain oh, yeah. when you visit spain there's a lot of interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. uh sort of muslim and moorish history and yeah, stuff but beautiful lovely that does sound like a hoot having all those kids running around Pretending like they're killing Jews. What a sight to see! What a what a cute little thing! It's you know it's it's the kids' <laughs> program. It's for the kids. We don't really like it for ourselves, but it's for the kids. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. deny them that. Yeah. Good lord. We let them believe in Santa Claus, and we let them think that killing Jews is okay for right. a while. We, you know? we let them play Christians it's fine. and Muslims. It's fine. Yeah. It's funny. The Cowboys and Indians thing is is funny too. There's a I'm in a play called August Osage County right uh-huh. now and there's yeah. a there's a whole line about we don't say cowboys and Indians, we say cowboys and Native Americans now and she says this like pointedly directly at the Native American who's in the room. It's <laughs> Oh god. Awkward. Yeah. Uh anyway, oh, um good. Uh why don't you play we have a voicemail, don't we? We do have a voicemail. Why don't we play that? All right. This is um, actually um, responding to someone uh, someone that we... Um, who's, was it a voicemail that we played last week or an email? Might have been an email. But anyway, Sparkle Darker Pony called in and uh, had a response. Indeed. Hey, Dennis Frank, Frank and Dennis. Sparkle Darker Pony, how are you? Good. Listen, I'm listening to episode 144, and you're talking with Nick, who's coming up on confirmation and wondering what to do about it. Frank, Dan... Take a seat a second. Nick, Nicholas, Nicole, whatever. I want to go ahead and I want to address this to you as somebody who came up through the Roman Catholic faith who is now 45. I didn't understand what I was agreeing to when I went through confirmation. I went along because that's what was expected of me. If you know what you want to do and you want to get out of this and still save face for everybody involved, here's what you do. Go through the confirmation absolutely dead set on learning everything. Ask every question. 
ask, should you read the Bible? Ask what you should read of the Bible. Read more. Ask questions. Find every little piece about it that you can say, this doesn't make sense. I can't agree to this. This doesn't make sense. I don't understand that. Why doesn't this make sense? And when all is said and done, when confirmation time comes up, you can say with a clear conscience, I don't get this. It doesn't make sense. I'm not agreeing to it. And nobody can fault you for doing your research. Best of luck to you, and I hope to hear back that you've done well for yourself. Good luck. Frank, Dan, show's back to you. Oh, well, thanks, Sprinkle. Thanks for taking the reins there, <laughs> Sprinkle, Sprackle Pony. Uh <laughs> Oh dear! That well, there you go. We I don't know how that how that would play out, but it sounds good. I well, I like the idea of being as informed as you possibly can. Uh, can't so hurt that you. when people challenge you on you know X, Y, or Z, you know what your response is. Right. I think that that's I think that's always good advice. Well, and and just to and, know what you're getting yourself into, and then making a decision. And no one can say that you didn't give it the old college try. That you weren't absolutely. fair about it. Yeah. No. Absolutely. They can just you know. So so yeah, if you can if you can stand it <laughs> the boring ass Bible go for it. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Uh we got a an email from Catherine uh who says I'm helping to launch an SSA at my college. That would be a secular student alliance uh at my college. Well done, Catherine. Um which is in the heart of Georgia. And today we got to talk to the kids to kids at their orientation. It's the first time they get to see the college unattended, meaning without parents, and therefore the best time to snatch them up. Oh, oh that's, wow. It's good wording. That, <laughs> that won't make the Christian parents out there nervous at all. At least it's not a gay student union. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, there were two looks we would get. One was genuine curiosity and ones of mild interest and then, oh, ones of genuine curiosity and ones of mild interest followed swiftly by disgust. <sighs> One girl literally looked like she had just stepped into, into shit. And I thought it was hilarious, but my friend was really offended. Oh. My question for you is, how have you personally dealt with people like this who immediately become hostile slash malicious when they learn that you're an atheist? I'm happy to say that we had about 20 people sign up, which was a much better reception than I was expecting. Wow. And we start next week. Ooh. Uh, I love the humor you guys bring to the show and this new resignation movement. Everyone should bring their A game. Yeah. Well, yes. Thanks for writing in there, Catherine. Uh, and good luck with your, with your uh, SSA. That sounds fantastic. Wonderful. Well done. Really. Uh, you know, the whole thing about like people who make this the stinky face at you first of all you know we're in mormon land where people make the fake smile face at you yeah they don't make the stinky face stinky face doesn't happen very often no they're too passive aggressive for that but you know when people do get uppity either it's a good time to find someone more interesting to talk to or it's a good time to be a little bit of an ambassador Mm. you know what i mean like just go you know go talk to that person Go talk to Stinky Face and just be like, hey, you made Stinky Face. What was that about? <laughs> I just wanted to and check she's in like, with no, you. No, it wasn't Stinky. It was just it was resting bitch face. <laughs> right. If you ha- Yeah, for all you know, that girl just has resting bit- bitchy rest face. <laughs> uh, but, but, if, but, you know, it might not be a bad idea to go. I mean, first of all, what do you have to lose? If she hates you, then right. she will just continue to hate you. No big deal. Right. 
But also you can just be like, hey, did I say something that offended you? Not that you actually care, right. but, but then you can start a dialogue and that might be an interesting conversation. Hmm. Don't you think? Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think so. Yeah. It's not. It's never a bad idea to just, you know, if someone's giving you the stink eye, to call them on it, but gently and in a way that's that makes it about them, not about you. Yeah. Oh, what's going on there? Yeah. You okay? <laughs> you look upset. Are you smelling something gross? Is it, is it me? I put on deodorant. Did you really step in some poop? You may have stepped in poop. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for writing in. Um, and finally, I'm gonna I'm gonna read from from Valia, who wrote to us to say, uh, "I did it. I found it to be liberating, and I encourage ex- other what? ex-Catholics to do it." Oh, I've atta- attached the letter that I sent to my bishop. Yay! So uh, the I did it was she she has, defected. She has uh, resigned from the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Um, I read this one to remind folks of our campaign to. Uh, to resign from your church. And, and send us your story. Send us your story. You will get a free card from us at some point. Um, we're still working on it. Mm-hmm. We haven't printed the card. We haven't had the cards printed yet. We have a good a good uh, design going. Yep. And and, and, we'll, uh, uh, and now it's a matter of, uh, of uh, finalizing that design and sending it off to the printer. Right. Uh, if you want to read more about it, you can go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the blog post that I did. It's mm-hmm. under the Dan column, mm-hmm. uh, and you can learn a little bit more about it. Anyway, uh, she says, I was trying to uh, get to church, get the church to grant an actus Latin yada yada. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, an act of defection. Um, as I understood the rules, the act would only be granted if you could demonstrate that you had irreconcilable theological differences with the Catholic Church. Uh, and I wanted an ironclad case but the process of verbalizing the problems, the prop, and this is what was interesting. I thought this was interesting. Uh, she says the process of verbalizing the problems I had with the doctrines was in itself edifying. It drove home just how ludicrous Catholicism and Christianity really are. Wow. Human sacrifice scapegoating for vicarious atonement of the stain conveyed by a mythological distant ancestors was was the most sacred event ever. Really. <laughs> In the end, letting the Catholic Church know that I had broken up with it was so much more satisfying than silently walking away. Oh, fantastic. I've removed my name, etc., from the letter. So, Oh, she, yeah, she sent us a copy of the letter. And blah, oh, blah, cool. Blah. Um, we should be uh, posting ones of these that we get permission yeah, of. Yeah, and I, clearly redacting. Right. You if, know, if you send us your letter uh, and give us permission, we, we, will, uh, we'll, we may find a way to post that on the old blog. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And and we yeah, we obviously would not allow any any personal information to get on there but but uh it, that that that's something that's that's nice. Yeah. Um so thank you Valia, she also uh contributed. So I'm going to jump oh, right into our con- con- contributions. Fantastic. So thanks oh. for that. She's a she gave us a very generous one-time donation. Thank you very much, um, Valia. We also got a one-time donation from Dynamic Nation. I don't know what that is, but thank you very much for the for the donation and a donation from Megan as well. Um, if you would like to contribute Thanks, uh, to the cause, and in this case right now, uh, one of the things that, that these donations is helping is is the cost of getting these these cards out to people. Yes, uh, I th- we think encouraging people to uh, to resign from their church is is a worthy uh, endeavor, yeah. and and we are rewarding all of you guys that do it with a 
a very cute little thing. <laughs> a little token of our esteem for you. Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. Thank you, everybody, for that. Well, launch us into, if you would, our segment for today. Because okay. you brought it up uh, to me, and uh, and and it, it it's a fascinating uh, issue. Yes. So um, those of us who've read any Richard Dawkins or have heard him speak, we we know that he he doesn't really um, mince his words. He doesn't Is that the pussyfoot. He doesn't. Yeah. He he doesn't, he, he doesn't dance around issues. He, he says what's on his mind. He's a man that that is, and he says them well. Typically, he, he's in, very, in a, his, his books are well written. He's very well spoken. Um, they and there's a nice, clear argument, and there's you know, and when he, when he makes a controversial claim in one of his books, um, you can see where he's coming from. Sure, it doesn't seem terribly incendiary, incendiary, although some uh, from you know the other side of, of, of the discussion have tried to trump them up as being more incendiary than I mm. think that they are meant to be. But nonetheless, um, he, uh, uh, he, he's he been tweeting. He has. And, and he, he tweets far better and far more frequently than I do. So <laughs> I, I can't fault him for it, I guess. Um, but um, he said, uh, so he tweeted this tweet. Um, uh, what was this earlier this week, last week, sometime says, uh, Ireland is a civilized country except in this one area. And then it has a link to a new Republic, um, article, um, that, uh, the headline for which if you, if you follow it, it says the Catholic church prefers medieval barbarism to modern abortion, uh, with the subtitle of, uh, women can be strapped down and force fed until their fetus comes to term. What? And then he fo- the, the, his tweet continues, you'd think the Roman church would have lost all influence. So that's how this whole thing got started. Nothing controversial there. Well, there is something controversial there, but nothing that, that we wouldn't expect. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. And, and nothing that's going to uh, be highly inflammatory. I mean, for, yeah, for, for, one of the most, for one of the world's most outs- outspoken and famous atheists to... To decry the strapping down and force feeding of pregnant women, right? That doesn't seem like a big. There's, there's no, there's no story there, right? So the so people started engaging uh, with him uh-huh. and asking him questions, and uh, 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 in your face, New Yorker tweets to him. I honestly don't know what I would do if I were pregnant with a kid with Down syndrome. Real ethical dilemma. And so Richard Dawkins' response is, abort it and try again. It would be immoral to bring it into the world if you have the choice. Oh, dear. Um, so that, that's wading into a slightly <laughs> more controversial area. Wow. So in your face, New Yorker responds back. Um, it is an interesting dilemma. What about people on the autism spectrum, which I am, where would you draw the line? So his response, um, people on that spectrum have a great deal to contribute, maybe even an enhanced ability in some respects. Uh, Down syndrome, not enhanced. Wow. Okay. Uh, So so what we've got here is we've got Richard Dawkins wading into 
very murky territory yeah. and deciding that he's the arbiter of which humans are of value and which ones are not. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a little... That's... I mean, here's the thing. I I personally... I'm not going. I would not be judgy about a couple who decided to abort a child because of Down syndrome. Um, no, I, no. Ter- I obviously, you know, there are certain very, very difficult decision. A and... very difficult decision, one that I hope never to have to face. No. And and you know, it's one of those things where there are plenty of people uh, who are very well equipped to deal with a special needs child, and other people who are very poorly equipped to deal with a special needs right. child. Right. And if someone were being very honest about how ill-equipped they were to handle this, then then I would support them. Uh, what, then their decision is their decision, and I'm certainly not going to be judgmental about it. Right. Uh, however, to claim that it is immoral <laughs> to bring a child into this world because it has Down syndrome uh, is... There's a line About somewhere. That... ten steps further than I would be willing to go. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, the word eugenics sort of starts to pop up at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, this is not the first time that Brother Dawkins has, has stuck his feet in it, uh, as it were. Um, yeah. A while back, uh, not too long ago, actually, um... Mr. Dawkins uh, wrote a th- wrote a whole thing about um, oh, where did I have it? He wrote he wrote a whole thing about um, pedophilia. Mm. Well, uh, he had an experience, right? As- yeah. So uh, he basically was talking about um, pedophiles uh, at schools, mm-hmm. and he said uh, he said that he had one of his uh, schoolmasters. He said he, quote, pulled me on his knee and put his hand inside my shorts, um, which is uh, a, a, a horrible thing for, yeah. for, for anyone to have gone through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, however, Mr. Dawkins said, I don't think he did any of us lasting harm. He <laughs> says, uh. his, his, so he's, he called it just a mild, just mild touching up. Is what he called oh, it, God. which sounds like a Photoshop thing, but that's not what that—that's not what he meant. No, um, he said, "I am very conscious that you can't condemn people of an earlier era by the standards of ours. Just as we don't look back at the 18th and 19th centuries and condemn people for the racism in the for racism in the same way that we would condemn a modern person for racism, I look back at a few decades ago to my childhood and see things like caning, mild pedophilia, and." can't find can't find it in me to condemn it by the same standards as I would uh, as I or anyone would today which is interesting because he's clearly saying that he recognizes well in in, this... in today's world mm-hmm. that 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 these things are wrong but i mean i'm sorry pedophilia is is never acceptable it, it, it was I, I i i don't know I, I have a really hard time wrapping my head around the point that he was really trying to make yeah, with well, that example. Well, here's the thing. We, we, because, okay, he somehow escaped psychologically feeling damaged by it. Right. Sure. He, 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 no, no worse for wear, more or less. Who knows? Right. Right. How much he, he, he actually struggled with that at what point in his life and what, th- whatnot. 
if he struggled at all with it. It may, it, but but if this guy was going around touching kids all the time, which it sounds like it was, because he's like, we, we you know, we were no, he's, he's, it's right. a group. He, he says, I don't, th- I don't think he did any of us any lasting of us. harm, right? And so it's like, no, someone somewhere seriously had to have yeah, had some I serious mean, lasting harm because of. It kind of shocks me that the, he the thinks mild, quote unquote, mild pedophilia. That, I feel like if he. He has every right to talk about his experience and to say, you know, I was touched as a child. I'm fine. And somehow I came out unscathed. I think he has every right to to bring that up as part of the conversation. It's a dangerous sentiment to express, though, I think. But he has the right to express it. It's his experience. Yeah. He has the right to it. He does not have the right to speak for the rest of the kids. And Clearly he has, not. And he doesn't have the right to say... You but know, I, I would to, hope to, to that. extrapolate from his own experience and say that, you know, because his brain was able to handle it and he wasn't upset by it, that right. somehow but I think, these other kids' brains. But Dan, I'm going to, I just kind of have to interject. The I do think that it's harmful and I do think that he, that, that, share, that it's a risky thing to say and that he should be wiser than to share it because he had a privilege and it was a privilege of a psyche that wasn't damaged. Right. He needs to check he needs to know that that was a unique experience you almost said check your privilege yeah i know he need seriously he needs to understand right where his privileges lie well, right no, I think and that's one of the them point is being I was somebody making. who who is right but you 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 said that it, that you felt that he has every right to say it and granted people always have the right to say whatever stupid thing they want to say but but somebody of his level of education with his intellect he needs to understand where his privileges as a white, you know, heterosexual male of the upper classes in Great Britain who has a really good mind and, a, and an undamaged psyche, what that is. Yeah. I mean, I, the, I it's like a it. It's a dangerous I'll, sentiment, period. I, I, I think it's I, – I think the part of what he does, and I think that this is what our discussion is about, really, part of what he wants to do – is say there is nuance to discussions that aren't allowing nuance. There are experiences that we are not allowing into these discussions because they don't follow one of the acceptable narratives right. that, that have been inserted. And that's fine to an extent, um, but maybe we should move on to rape. Well, that's, yes. <laughs> Let's move on to what he said about rape. Uh, because that's challenging too. Uh, at one, recently, uh, he said, quote, uh, date rape is bad. Stranger rape at night knife point is worse. Uh, he said, if you think that's an endorsement of date rape, go, go away and learn how to think. Um, it's clearly not an endorsement of date. No, rape. no. He says it's bad, but uh, but yes, again, we're we're de- de- we're delving into a conversation that is a a very very touchy conversation, right. and it uh and and it's one that f- that frequently does not allow for nuance. Right. Uh, it does because uh it's because it's so sensitive and because mm-hmm. so many people are so deeply hurt right. by uh the effects of 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 the subject matter, uh. It's not. It's frequently uncommon, uh, or 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 it's uncommon for people to inject that kind of uh, 
that kind of talk into the discussion. Right. Uh, should we be talking about rape in terms of, you know, degrees of badness? Well, it's uh, as uh, clearly I've I'm uh, I'm a man. Yes. Uh, and so the, the my risk of being raped is very low, very low. And uh, and I have not been raped. Um, but. And to be honest, I really haven't. I mean, I know that just statistically I've known women who've been raped. Right. Um, but I haven't had, you know, people be really honest and open about those experiences. Right. Um, and so I don't really have a lot to, to, to of, of personal experience to draw upon to talk about rape. But I get why people don't want nuance yeah. in the discussion. Absolutely. Because it's like, I, because we, we kind of looked up some legal definitions of like first degree and second degree right. rape and sexual assault and what it all, what it, how, how it, it all, all kind of gets parsed out legally. Right. right. And, and you can, you can see the rationale for where they're drawing some of the lines, you know, violence, you know, being right. involved or uh, whether the person was able to make decisions for themselves based on their mental capacity or maybe they're they weren't able to you know whatever but (sighs) here's the thing it's rape is a the the trick here the problem with these conversations is that if we are discussing it and and we allow these kinds of nuances to be to be brought in i think the fear becomes that we will get to a point where someone will downplay the negative effects that something has on someone right uh in a way that is not fair and not theirs to talk about right well i mean because the 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 the, the victim of rape whoever that may be mm-hmm. um is is a victim of something that that she did not choose right he or she he or she but let's but face usually it the she. vast majority of, of instances um, well, there's child rape. So. They're, they're okay, and, sure. And young um, men or young boys are frequently victims. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, so the truth is you and I don't have much. And I think this is the truth for uh, Mr. Dawkins as well. It's pretty shady to, to wade into this. I mean, Dawkins isn't a psychological professional. A psychology yeah, professional. He's uh, not. A I was wondering that. Why criminology professional? In what context was he bringing this up? I don't know. I mean, it's a. It's kind of a shocking thing for him to have delved into. Um, you know, what's interesting is that on his website, on the Richard Dawkins Foundation website, uh, he has a an article posted by one Carol Sarler, who um, who <clears throat> is clearly a. Um, I, I, don't, I mean, she talks from the point of view of having survived um, both kinds of uh, of sexual assault. Oh dear God! Uh, and she supports him in saying in saying that there are, there are degrees of bad in, within these. She says that one was definitely more traumatic than the other. Right. But why is he saying it? I guess part of the problem, the part of the reason I wanted to talk about this, is that what we've got here is someone who's in je- who's who's getting into a lot of discussions. On highly controversial topics, and this, and he's <clears throat> he he's the most he's one of the most visible atheists 
in the in in the world. He is he has he has become a the de, sort of the de facto leader or one of the few de facto uh, mouth, mouthpieces yeah. Yeah. of our movement. Yeah. So I, I don't think leader is the right <clears throat> word. I think well. He has a voice that he uses, and he's an atheist. And well, he's got a so foundation. Gets, he's got all of the stuff. He, I mean, he is, he is, he is, he has led a charge here. Sure, sure, and sure. He, and and he's outspoken about it. Uh, so when people think of Richard Dawkins, they think of the atheist movement. Exactly. When the name Richard Dawkins comes up, it's prominent atheist Richard Dawkins yeah. says X about rape. Yeah. Prominent atheist Richard Dawkins says X about pedophilia. Says. Says X about aborting the the immorality of not aborting a, a, a Down syndrome, a Down syndrome child. So the problem. So I mean, you know, say what you will about his positions, which are controversial in and of themselves. Right. Does he give up his right to really wade into these in a public way because he is so prominent in this one field? Because it reflects on all of us. I know. It reflects on the movement and when th- he talks this way. Yeah, and I and I don't think that the the, the broader community, the non atheist community, gets the gets that fact at all. No, of course not. He is the poster child. Therefore, we're all Athe- atheists like pedophiles, just like him. Atheists defend pedophiles now because of because of the thing that he said and uh, and advocate the abortion of, of Down syndrome Down syndrome fetuses. So that's that's the issue. I mean, we, you and I were talking, Frank, earlier about about this issue and about you know, I, I'm sorry, but Martin Luther King Jr. didn't have the right. You know, he may have believed in aliens and abductions. <laughs> Where are you getting that from? Nowhere. Oh, just I'm as just an example, pulling of it out crazy. of my ass. Okay, he may sure. have believed in that, but if he had talked about it, it would have hurt his movement. So sure. he wouldn't have talked about it. Right, right, right. You keep that one to yourself. <laughs> when when well, the racism is fixed, Doctor King, feel free to talk about why you wear why you go to bed with the the tinfoil on your head. <laughs> but until that moment, we'd appreciate it if you just stick to the to the racial equality thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and Mr. Dawkins, it feels weird to muzzle people, though, Dan. It feels totally weird. Exactly. It, it's a it's a weird thing to kind of sort of be calling for. But I kind of wish he would shut up or at least delete his <laughs> Twitter account, if nothing else. Okay. Because when he has the ability to be nuanced, to, 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 to lead, to, to have a big, long, nuanced discussion, yeah, he's great. But Twitter is not about nuance. Twitter is not about, no. like, he, in, in, what is it, 140 characters or whatever it right. is? Right. You, you, you just can't have, like, you can't make, you can't a, pull it off. A long and reasoned argument you, you can't say, present your your premises right uh per, supply, su- supply your support and right. then draw your conclusion right i mean because also like these tweets were in tweet form right and so like they're also like heavily abbreviated right exactly so, like down syndrome turns into ds and <sighs> so forth and so on and it's just uh, it, it's not the pl- it's think, not the place i think you want to make these we, points fine write out some big long blog uh, and make sure that it, it. make sure that it is so long and so academic that nobody's going to read that it. That no one who could possibly <laughs> like turn this into a BuzzFeed article will go anywhere near it. 
Right. Yeah, honestly, I, okay, uh, Professor Dawkins, we are taking away your Twitter. That's what we've come to. Uh, we like delete you. Delete Dawkins. You delete Dawkins. Uh, hashtag, hashtag delete, delete Dawkins. Dawkins uh, is, is, Seriously. We need to, yeah. We, we like you. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Great. It's nothing personal. No. You're. You maybe you're too old. <laughs> uh, but but we're taking away your Twitter, uh, or else it's off with the thumbs. Well, right. You I you s- can keep it, but, but no more thumbs. But you'll have to use your nose <laughs> to tweet from now on. We're taking away your Twitter. <laughs> oh boy. Well, now we now you know what's happened here, Frank. What's that? In talking about all of this, you and I have waded. Uh, at least a little bit into some some dangerous territory. Yeah, yeah. So now pe- people are going to send us letters. You can you can tweet at Frank, by the way, <laughs> at at TGI Atheist. Yeah. If you have any anything you need to tweet. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hashtag <laughs> ha- hashtag delete Dawkins is is what we're going for. We're we really going to do that. I don't know. Yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> Make it trend. <laughs> Uh, or hashtag shut up Frank because uh, I'm not the one on the Twitter so whatever alright um, you can do that if you feel inclined or you can also leave us a voicemail yeah. to express your utter outrage uh-huh. um, at 424-666-8442 or, tell us how off the mark tell us how off the mark we are yeah uh, or write to us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com right or um, please check out our Facebook uh, page uh facebook.com slash tgi atheist but don't blame mckenzie for anything that we said no 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 no, no, no. (laughs) um if you want to donate to our our fine show and and be a part of creating this thing you can go to uh our website which is thankgodimatheist.com and click on the support button yes indeed well um we, uh, we we haven't thanked Mackenzie yet, so thank you, Mackenzie. Yeah, for all of your help on Facebook. Thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the fine music that each day opens and closes the show. And of course, thank you, dear listener. Nice and, uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll, talk we'll see you. you next week. Yeah. Bye.